0: This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. My heart is very tender today. I, I, I caught uh, just a, a father and a son walking in from the back. And when I saw them, I was just overcome, just thinking about the privilege um, that I have, that we have, um, to be with you today, that you have such incredible value, such beauty in your life that God wants to work in and through to, to, to do things beyond what you could even ask or even imagine. And so truly honored just to be able to share a little bit of the word with you today. You know, we've been looking into this theme for this, this resurrection weekend and the time building up to it that we we're calling Come and See. I think we, you know, we, if we're going we're gonna to live something out, It's something that we, that we need to see, we need to experience for ourselves, right? And so come and see. But today I want to focus on come and see what God is building what God is up to. He's building a house. He's building a family, a spiritual family made up of living stones. We are those stones. And he's joining us together and uniting us together as one through his love to build a dwelling place for himself on the earth. I think most people around, you know, Easter and, and, and so forth, they would say, You know, they believe that Jesus came and that he died and that he was crucified. And many would even believe that he was resurrected, you know, from the dead. And he ascended to heaven and all of those kind of things is seated at the right hand of the Father. But my question for you this morning is why? What does all of that have to do with anything related to us sitting here in 2023 in South Florida? It has everything to do with us sitting here today as a spiritual family in South Florida in 2023. There's been a shift. There's a new era that we're in that we're privileged to be a part of that I'm telling you, the angels in heaven are looking down, just waiting to see what's going to happen. There are saints of old that are up there in that, that waiting room called heaven that are cheering us on because now they see in fullness what this whole thing is about. Even the Old Testament saints of old, they they got it now and they're looking down at us and they're saying, run for the prize. This is a moment. And they're cheering us on from that place. The shift is this building project that was once kind of done by kings that looked like big temples now has moved to sons and daughters that are building houses i want to read this in psalm 127 1 written by king solomon the guy who built the temple that was one of the wonders of the world he was he was prophesying really of The building project to come, which we're a part of today, when he said, if God's grace doesn't help the builders, they will labor in vain to build the house. The concept of God's grace back then in his time wasn't even on the radar, meaning God's grace, his divine enabling power, his otherworldly realm intersecting humanity and giving us unction and ability to do something that we could never do in our own strength so God is pouring out upon us mercy and grace mercy is we don't get what we deserve and 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 on top of that he then chooses us his presence on the inside of us and empowers us to go and do something profound for his glory it's amazing isaiah who i've just been diving into here recently in chapter 43 verse 19 he's speaking on behalf of god and look what he says I am doing something brand new. Something unheard of. Even now it sprouts up. Grows and matures. So something has been set in motion here. The resurrection of Jesus. Presence of God on the earth. And he says, don't you... Perceive it. Okay. Oh, man. My prayer today for you, before any of us walk out of these doors, is that we would get, maybe in a way that we never have, what God is actually up to and what this whole Easter thing is all about. Do you perceive it? The psalmist writes that we're to taste and see, Psalm 34, 8, taste and see that God is good. He's better than we think. But I want you to taste it and see it. Oh, the joys, he says, of those who take refuge in him, who come under his lordship. He's not just savior, he is Lord, right? And as we come under his dominion, his reign in the earth, God is going to do something profound. Taste. Let me just hit on that real quickly. It means to become aware through the senses. It's our faculty of perceiving. Perceiving. God has given you the capacity, if you open your heart to him, to to have awareness and understanding of what he's actually up to. And then the word see, it literally means to advise oneself and discern a pathway forward. Come on, we don't need to be babysat here. God is going to give us the ability to be aware and perceive and then discern what does this look like for me moving forward? And then joy or joys as he says, this emotion, it's evoked by a sense of well-being. Everything's going to be okay. Do you believe that? We look around at the world today and we get all up in arms. There's a lot going on. But do we perceive in the midst of all that what God is actually up to? He says, Isaiah in verse 49, 43, verse 19 rather, he says, I will make a way in the wilderness, and open up flowing streams in the desert. In other words, I'm going to bring life to places that, that it was impossible to see life even actually happen in those, in those, in those spaces. I'm going to open up a way in the wilderness. And it's building this beautiful house called the family of God living stones joined together in his love that will make a dwelling place, a permanent dwelling place for him on the earth that's what he's doing and you need to hear me this new building project will not be done through political kings but through a royal priesthood sons and daughters of God, look at this with me First Peter 2 9, he says you are God's chosen treasures. When we look at each other, do we see that? You. You, 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 all across this room. You are God's. I'm focusing on Jesus today, but I'm bringing this home to you today. Because we got to grasp, like, why he did what he did. You are his chosen treasures. His beautiful ones. And he says, priests who are kings. Isn't that interesting? The other day I had to go out of town. Parked my, go- my car at a parking lot by the Fort Lauderdale airport. You know, I come back from, from my little trip, my flight. I get dropped off at where my car is parked. And so I just kind of do like a little circle around my, my, my vehicle and I see a scratch on the door. (laughs) South Florida is a very dangerous place for this stuff, by the way. And there was a white Cadillac right next to my vehicle, and the scratch on my door was white, and so the Cadillac happened to be open, so I took the door and opened it, and it matched up exactly... I told the guy that was, that was in the, the, the bus dropping me off, come and I want you to see this. I'm videoing this. Here's the door. Here it comes. Oh, boom. Okay, right there. I don't even know why I was telling you guys that story. <laughs> The point is that God is is building something beautiful with us. Does that make sense? Does that tie into the story? (laughs) I'm telling you, my mind is like on 101 degree temp right now, and I can't even think up here clearly. Set apart as God's devoted ones, Who has called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light, and now he claims you as his very own. He did this, here it is, so that you, everybody say that with me. You, me, should broadcast his wonders throughout the world. of the resurrection the body of Christ has been repositioned into a place of authority because of his grace and mercy over our lives as ones who have responded to his love invitation and said yes we've been repositioned we're in a place of authority we've been established in that place and this is where God is moving us into a kingdom understanding I'm wrapping this up but I want you to catch this a kingdom understanding do we get the fact that our God is not a president he's a king do you get that? he's a king and a king who runs his kingdom is completely different than a democracy do we understand that? you know he's the final say so if you will His kingdom shall reign forever and ever. We were singing about that this morning. And now here we are called priests who are. Okay, wait a minute. We're not getting this this morning. Now here we are called priests who are. What is that all about? One of the things we don't understand that when a king has a son or a daughter and sends them to a conquered territory or land and puts them in position over that place, they are now a king. So when even the father comes into that new land or territory that he's given over to his son, he comes as a prince and vice versa. So here's my question for you, what land or territory has God placed you in that he wants you to bring his righteous, beautiful rule to, to see the brokenness of culture changed and transformed? Ooh, come on. Do you know how dangerous we would be in the hands of Almighty God if we got it, that we actually carried heaven on the inside of us? We so often are looking to go to heaven, which is the byproduct. Listen, church, heaven is not our aim. It's a byproduct, okay? Heaven is a place where we are on hold until Jesus accomplishes his mission on the earth, which is what these saints in in that place are cheering on for us to do, if you will. And once that's accomplished, then we will return with him and be joined with our resurrected bodies. Do you understand? So listen, I'm, I'm excited to go and be with Jesus and all that kind of thing. But listen, I'm, I'm really stoked about being here right now. And I want to see exactly what God has in his heart to be accomplished by the grace of heaven and the mercy of God. To where... Man, I look at the spaces and the people and the neighborhood and the, and the work relationships and the social spheres that I've been placed in and say, God, what do you want to do in and through me to bring heaven to those places? Because when we ask, why are we not experiencing the fullness of God's will under His grace and mercy, I think it's because we've camped out in only one aspect of the gospel the gospel of salvation and not been fully moved into the gospel of the kingdom. The king's domain. His dominion. As our band comes back up on the stage, I think the other thing That God is wanting to do, besides give us the understanding of the kingdom, is that he wants to grow us in what it truly means to love one another as the body. Let's say that again. He wants to grow us into what it truly means to love one another in the body. 1 John 4.12, he says, this is such a profound scripture. He says, no one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor, but... You ever heard somebody say like something to you and da-da-da-da-da, and then they say but, and you're like, okay, where's this thing going, Right? That's exactly what's happening here in this verse. But if we love one another, God makes his permanent home in us and we make our permanent home in him. There's the link between heaven and earth. And his love is brought to full expression in us. So super simple Easter Sunday message today. There's something bigger going on. Do you perceive it? There's a building project at hand, and it's not temples being constructed out of brick and stone. It's a living temple made of living stones that are being joined together, who get... That the reason Jesus came and died wasn't just to take us to heaven, but bring heaven to us here right now. We were already dead. We were already dead before we knew Him. Dead in our trespasses and our sins. And so when He came and saved us, which is what we all needed, we needed a Savior. we were made alive who we once were no longer lives but only Christ lives within us the thing I love about the early church and just looking back on it which I think is one of the things God's wanting to renew in us today is they were able to taste and see this reality among themselves. We can see this in John chapter 1 verse 14 as I close this thing out. He says, so the word, talking about Jesus or this God-man as Darren is portraying in this film, became human. Became human just like you and me. And made his home among us. Now look at what he was full of. Unfailing love and faithfulness. This is what he carried. And, he, and, they, and John describes it like this. And we have seen him. We've tasted of him. The glory of the Father's one and only Son. Here's my challenge to us today. Could we perceive what God is up to? Agree with him in our hearts that we're on board with a big yes and amen. That the world around us because of what he's doing in us and through us together as one body be able to say wow now that's Something I want to be a part of where I can taste and I can see something that carries life and life abundantly. You carry that on the inside of you. In this room, Lord, is a dwelling place, Lord, for your glory. Every person in this room, God, matters. Every person in this room that has a story and a history in you, none of that was by mistake. us one as you are one father son holy spirit god bring us into a love for one another like we've never known let us see that god you are calling us to build something beautiful family around a table take altars and you make them into tables Lord you take what was a death place of death and destruction and you make it a place where we can commune with one another and you come and have your way can we just stand together all over this room as we close out today I just ask around this room, if if there's anybody here that you feel a stirring to be a part of something great, but you never knew exactly what that was, or maybe you're here and you're like, that thing has got in there and you don't feel like you're necessarily valuable to this thing that I've just proposed. Maybe you've never known Jesus. Maybe you've never given yourself to him to journey with him to see this great adventure begin to play out in your life. As we sing this song, could we just ponder those things in our hearts and invite God into those spaces to bring his love and his truth and his grace and his mercy.